Welcome to the Rush Hour Fitness Podcast. This is episode number 22. I'm your host, Terry, and your co-host, Malcolm here. Hey, guys. What's going on? So today, we're going to talk about uh, a new topic here. Uh, we're going to talk about difference between being genetically gifted and also improving a skill set and um, trying to get better in terms of, I guess, like an athletic sport, mm-hmm. uh, what Malcolm was and I were talking about before, or um, can your genetics can just be the primary source of you being a good athlete. Uh, so let's get started about the topic. What do you like to talk about first in terms of this, this topic? Uh, so take, you know, <clears throat> my thing is like take, uh, you know, one of the best athletes you know or take yourself. Me. For <laughs> the best athlete I know is myself. <laughs> 15 inch vertical. <laughs> Six minute miles. <laughs> that's not bad. That's actually not bad. That's actually on the elite level. Of, 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 really? Yeah. Six minute mile? A mile, six minutes? Yeah, that's pretty good. That's really I good. think that's average, man. No, that's I ran bad. one in 540. No, that's, that's actually really good. All right. All right, I'm an athlete. <laughs> Hashtag athlete. No, but uh, just think about, take yourself or take anybody you know and then think about the skills that they have, you know, some people are really skilled at certain uh, aspects of sports. So think about certain, you know, certain people who are just specialists at like certain things in the sport. So like someone who can shoot a jump shot really well, someone who can pass really well, someone who can, uh, right. who can, um, you know, who can flick their wrist really well to throw, mm-hmm. to throw a ball into lacrosse, to lacrosse, go uh, play football. They can catch really well. Um, some people can uh, throw far things like that right so there are certain skills of or an, an aspect of every sport that makes you good at a sport and that one aspect but at the same time it doesn't necessarily make you better than the next person because they can just be all over overall genetically gift, gifted than you mm-hmm. and then that person who's more genetically gifted you can teach them the skill that you already have you know true uh i guess if you take a basketball player who could zone like you said who would jump like 40 inch vertical compared to someone who only could jump like a 30 inch vertical yeah <clears throat> that 10 inch difference makes a makes a huge difference right you could you could probably get rebounds better you could dunk the ball probably a lot easier mm-hmm. um you know you could probably get steals you know mm-hmm. you know if they're doing a high lob lob pass you know you could catch those balls easily yeah uh so it makes a big difference in terms of where potentially you could take your i guess athleticism and then incorporating with a good skill set, yeah. you can take your your talents to the next level. Yeah. Um, so we just want to differentiate. Um, it's genetic. Uh, people who are genetically gifted, and people who aren't. Can you take those people who aren't genetically gifted to the level that someone is genetically gifted? No. We, which yeah, I know which is the answer, which we think is no, but you know some people out there think they could take. Someone who's t- jumping a, like a 30-inch vertical to a 40-inch vertical. I mean, I think we talked about it before in the past. <laughs> and I'm saying how, like, like that scene on, like, on, like, the internet or on YouTube, people will say it and say, I've got my vertical jump this high from right. doing X, Y, Z. But right. in reality, like, we don't really know for sure. We had to know we weren't necessarily there. Right. So only know you had literally had to do, you had to do your own study, you know. You'd have to, like, literally test your vert and then do a workout or whatever or a six week or 12 week program and to see if this is going to improve your improve your 
your vertical jump and then test it out again. Right. Um, but I guess our argument for that was um, it doesn't matter if it's a one-inch increase. You're yeah. looking for like a five to significant, significant increase. increase right? Just like someone who's trying to increase their bench press or increase their strength or on a certain movement and exercise you can see that significant increase mm-hmm. within the within a year period but yeah. for example someone who's trying to jump a 40 inch vertical within a year they might only increase their jump by one inch yeah so like you can so like you, you can take a squat from 365 for one to to eventually squatting 365 for five like right, that's right. that's an improvement. That's like a legit twenty pound improvement as far right, as like right. strength goes. Squatting four hundred pounds is right. compared to survivors is a, is a significant jump. Right. And pounds and weight on the bar. Right. right. To say you got your vertical from fifteen to sixteen is not really significant. It's not going to make a <laughs> difference at all. Like in, yeah, <laughs> one inch. Yeah, it's, it's still not, improvement. It's not going to for the team you're going to play for. It's like, all right, Terry, we need you to uh, we need you to help us here. You know, we need a rebound. And it's like you only get your vertical this high. It's not going <laughs> to right, right. You know, it's not, it's not, it's not that it's not that significant. Significant. You know, you you didn't really become a more <laughs> explosive person. You know, you mean you kind of did. But it genetically, might, you I guess you have to be like gifted with that. You know those muscles tissues yeah there are people this, who but people who feel like the you fast can develop, switch muscles you can tissue. develop those muscles and make them more efficient you know i mean i think you can make them more efficient uh but i don't think you could get more fast switch muscle fibers yeah. in comparison yeah. uh so for example you know like comparing me to you right you probably have a lot more fast switch muscle fibers mm-hmm. uh genetically you're just gifted with that and I, i'm not <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> 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 oh shit! <laughs> but for but for though, if someone said to you, Terry, I can get your vertical to fifteen to from fifteen to twenty five, <clears throat> would you? Uh, my vertical, first of all, is not fifteen. Okay, I just right. made that up. Right? Right. <laughs> my vertical is at least twenty something. I'll okay, say. Right. <laughs> but um. Yeah, but I don't think I. If someone put me on a program, I can ever get my vertical to jump to the point where LeBron James. Yeah, jumps. yeah, like, nah, yeah, yeah. like that's what I guess that's a comparison we're trying yeah. to make. You can't take an average person and make them be athletic as someone like LeBron James, mm-hmm. or I guess someone in football would be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give me an example. Like Julio Jones. Julio Jones. I don't yeah. watch football, so yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So someone at the top, top level athletes, you know, those top level athletes who are genetically just genetic freaks. You know, um, we're saying you can't take a. You know, a civilized, you know, regular individual mm-hmm. who's like sedentary, who just sits at a desk all day, and all of a sudden put them through a training program for a couple of years and expect them to be as quick, as powerful as these athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do believe that you could take, uh, you know, novice or people who are training right now and increase their skill levels. So, whether if you're playing basketball, like shooting the three better, uh, dribbling better. Or, um, you know, knowing how to switch off screens or knowing how to uh, just pass better. Like, certain skills like that, I think you can improve on. Mm-hmm. And that's, I guess, that's the point where you can prove it to a level where you could use it as advantage to, to beat someone who's genetically gifted. Yeah. Right. So, for example, uh, instead of talking about sports, I guess, uh, for those people who follow bodybuilding, right, if you could practice your posing routine yeah. and know how to pose better and 
present yourself better on stage and know which angles you look good at and which angles you don't look good at in order to just um, stay in those right angles you might be able to beat someone who's genetically gifted in terms of just having more muscle than you yeah true so that's the example we're trying to give yeah there so there's little there's little aspects of, of, of each of each sport that people forget about that that you can that other people can improve on to make them a little better or to help them uh, was to say win you know have a better edge or have a better chance of winning um, it's it also gets to the point down to the point too where like do you need to get how how specific do you need to get with some people with when it comes to training so I see trainers who do it with, with some people and they'll uh, do like real specific movements with them um, that kind of show kind of almost <coughs> kind of almost uh, uh, simulate being in a game you know where like let's so say, you think that's necessary or not necessary well I'm, 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 well, I'm more asking I'm more asking oh okay okay you know, I'm asking because if let's say if I want to be able to shoot better in right. basketball right and you're a specialist in making you shoot a basketball uh, three pointer you're, uh-huh. you're a three point specialist uh-huh. I would trust you to help me do that right but if at any given time you have me doing movements that involve me like um trying to box people out in the in the uh in the uh and like uh down low and right. for rebounds right. that's not really necessary because that's not what you specialize in if any given time you have me do something that's not necessary then why are we doing it for you know what i mean okay you know so it's like if you're a specialist in shooting three pointers, then you that's what you do if you are a if you are a trainer and you're specializing in strength and conditioning your main job is to strengthen and condition the athlete Right, so the point you're trying to make is, like, is strength it, and conditioning athlete, uh, specialists, or I guess coaches, shouldn't incorporate too much skill-specific drills yeah. for their athletes. Because I don't because it's not their job. It's not necessarily their place. <clears throat> right. You know, you I, it's taking time out of it's taking time out of what you really could be doing at that time. Right. You know. So yes. So we yeah, you can improve a skill, but it's like there are ways you can just improve strength that can make them a little more efficient or a little more their their revelation their revelation between power and strength just even you right. know so like you can take time to doing that rather than honing in so much on their skills yes you may have played lacrosse in the past but you're not really but your your main job is a is a strength and conditioning coach so like if you brought a specialist in there and saying listen I I specialize in um and like goalie, I'm a goalie or whatever. I was used to be a, a professional goalie in the past. Right. That's different, you know. If you're a strength and conditioning coach, and you have this experience too as well. Mm-hmm. But if you have no experience, experience, and you're just doing it because you have some experience in it, or you know people who may who taught you things. Okay, this is what you can do with someone who plays lacrosse, mm-hmm. or plays basketball. Mm-hmm. It's like you could just be wasting time by doing so much specific movements with them because. Those movements already. They have a coach for that. They have a coach for their team that has them do that already. Has do they do drills? That's why they have two a days in football, where you do you work out you work out twice in a day. You work out in the morning, you work out in the afternoon, afternoon, and you do all those drills that help you and be improving improve at the sport. Right. In terms of skill level. Right. So in the offseason, you have a strength and conditioning coach who gets you ready mm-hmm. for just building you up as far as like your body, as far as um, strength and 
you know, explosiveness and, you know, just taking someone who's 18 and 120 pounds and turn them to, <coughs> and then they become 19 and they're 170 pounds, you know, right. like just help, helping them grow. Right. Um, and then condition themselves as well, like as far as like um, just having their body ready, not only strong, but as well as being able to endure a lot of endurance. Um, but you don't necessarily need to actually put them on a field and actually have them with a football in their hand or a basketball or a lacrosse stick. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, um, I think that makes sense. Uh, there's different coaches, uh, coaches for that. And I think people who are... <coughs> excuse me, I'm at... You're a little oh, sick, Terry. Terry's yes. a little sick. <laughs> but we're still getting this podcast, so no excuses. But yeah, I think people who are in strength and conditioning should focus on just increasing the person's size, uh, strength, and speed, and just let all the skill work uh, be left for another coach. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so this goes back to us talking about uh, people who are genetically gifted and then people who are, aren't genetically gifted. Um, you can still, of course, if you're an athlete and you're trying to get to the level uh, and beat someone who's genetically gifted, it's still possible. Um, we're just saying that it's kind of impossible to take um, like your muscle fiber tissues and what you currently have in terms of um, your skill set not skill set but the, like your power output mm-hmm. in terms of how high you could jump how strong you can get or um, how fast you can run there's a there's a limit to that yeah um, and once you reach that limit, then you have to look at other ways you can improve your body in order to beat someone who's genetically better than you. Yeah. Right. Beat them or, or just be competitive. Yeah, or yeah, be competitive with them, I guess. Yeah, yeah. you don't have to be necessarily beat them, but if you're playing a team sport, you want to be at the same level with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you you look at it as like a, uh, you know, you have a bunch of players on the team who... You have the ones who are genetically gifted, and you have ones who are just skilled. And you put them in certain situations to make your team uh, just win overall in terms of a team sport. You know, so you have your players who who, who specialize in shooting a three. If you're down three points, you need those players in the game. You know, they may not be helpful with the entire game because they might get outplayed by players who are, you know, more athletic than them. Yeah, Golden State. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you mean Golden State? They just have a bunch of three point shooters. That's true, yeah. <laughs> they're not athletic. No. no. They're not they're not. Yeah, they're just good at shooting the three, which yeah. is you know, that at this point in time in the NBA that's that's all you need, you know. Yeah. I mean then that comes just down to coaching or whatever and how Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Draw plays whatever to be good, to be a good team. Right. I had doing that. But uh they they're all they're all skilled if you really think about it. their their entire team is filled with just skilled players mm-hmm. skilled at um what they do right none of them are really like great athletes right you know, like Clay Thompson isn't the greatest athlete in the world yeah so, none of them could none of them dunk the ball except for like a couple like two of them yeah yeah on their starting lineup yeah, yeah. like uh, Steph Curry isn't like the best athlete he doesn't when you think about athlete it doesn't come to your mind as like a re- a great mm-hmm. athlete um when you think about like uh. Who else is on the team? Draymond Green, same thing. You know, not necessarily a great athlete, just a really he's skilled. He's right. I don't think he's a great athlete. I, don't <laughs> think he's, I think for his size, he might be okay and not as an athlete, but he's, but as far as like skill, he's very skilled <coughs> at what he does. You right, know? right. 
Um, you want so you want to think about someone who's an athlete compared to Steph Curry is like more like Russell Westbrook or like right. Derrick Rose four years ago. You know, right, right. stuff like that. You know, people who have just like this, their athleticism just totally surpasses their skill. Mm-hmm. You know, just by every single play. You know? So you think I could play in the NBA if I have enough skill? Yeah. You'd be a situational, situational, you know. It's like, we need someone who can drain the three-pointer from anywhere on the court. So you think... Anywhere from, from, from above that half court line. So you think no matter your height, you could play in the NBA? Yeah. Muggsy Bowles played in the NBA. Who? Muggsy Bowles. Who was that? He, <laughs> it's a very short basketball player. Uh, maybe he sucked. That's he's not his name. He's 5'2". He's 5'2"? He's 5'2". <laughs> I thought the shortest basketball player was Nate Robinson. No. No, Nate, Nate Robinson. <laughs> really? Nate Robinson is 5'7". Muggsy Bowles was... No, no, sorry. He's not five. He's like five four, maybe five four. Damn. He's like this tall. He's like this tall. He's very. He's shorter than me. He's shorter than you. Yes, he's a lot shorter than you. And I guess he's just really good. He was really like was, in terms of like one specific thing that he's more done. than one. There's Muzzy Bogues. There's another one. They both were like five four five. Spud Webb. Spud Webb. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And he could dunk the ball though. Yeah, he can dunk the ball. Yes. But he's that. <laughs> that's genetically gifted. Come on, yeah. you're five. You're five three. You could dunk the ball, <laughs> on the NBA. Yeah, that's that's genetically gifted for sure. Yeah. That's definitely a gift. That's definitely a gift. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So, um, those two players, yeah, you're like yeah, of course. <coughs> that goes to show, like, if you're really really skilled at multiple different things, then mm-hmm. yeah, you can obviously compete with the guy, with those guys. But yeah, genetically yeah. gifted, you know, they're not imposing. You know, he's not an imposing player. He's tiny. You know? Right. You know, like that's and that's like a that's like a rare thing. You know, I haven't seen anybody that short. Since then, since mm-hmm. those guys, you know, so as ones I've seen was Nate Robinson and then uh, the guy from uh, from the uh, Dallas Mavericks a couple years ago. Uh, I think JJ Barrera, I think his name was. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah but Nate Robinson is also genetically gifted. I think he could dunk the ball. He yeah, he can. Sh- he can. He really can. He won a dunk contest. Yeah, that's true. Somehow. <laughs> yeah, somehow. I don't know how. <laughs> but yeah, um, besides from basketball, I guess a, <coughs> a good way to put it is. Um, I guess, I guess that, people who also, uh, I guess, power lift. Uh, yeah. You could put yeah. it in that sense. Yeah. You know, some people are just genetically gifted to to have certain body types uh, to use that to advantage. Mm-hmm. And then also some people, um, they're, just, they're just stronger with their lower body and a lot stronger with the upper body yeah. uh, compared to some other individuals. You have people who are, like, really long arms. Yeah. And, like, who can just sumo deadlift whatever and it's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Not cheap. cheap, but, like, you know, it's just easier for it's them. It's easier for them, you know, because yeah. the range of motion is, like, two inches. Yeah. <laughs> they, have, they have people who bench press and their arms are really short and it's, like, and they can just literally just sit back whatever and <coughs> the arms don't have to travel as far at all and it's easy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's pros and cons of genetics, you know. <coughs> Excuse me. I think that... <coughs> Pros and cons of genetics, but I guess it may, that may also different depends on the person too. What do you mean by that? So like someone who someone who has a really good genetics who only depends on their genetics and never works on skill. Obviously, it's almost like that saying, um, "Hard work beats talent" when talent doesn't work hard. Yeah, that's uh, definitely true. Yeah, uh, so it's like depends on that person. If you're somebody who just depends on your genetics. Mm-hmm. Then, then you can almost like say like okay well like you can be obviously there's a cap to how good you can be at the sport you know because you obviously only depend on this yeah I mean I'm sure there's tons of um, genetically gifted players out there who could be in the NBA 
but they don't work on their skill set. Yeah. And that's the reason why they can't be in the NBA or the NFL or whatever major sport league that they're trying to get into. Yeah. When you when you're done here, Google Google the guy, his name is Booby Miles. Booby Miles. Booby. Booby Miles, mm-hmm. okay. Google him. Why is that? He's probably one of the best athletes <coughs> you've never heard of before. What what sport did he play? He played oh. football. Oh yeah? Yeah, he's from Texas. Did he play in the NFL? Mm-hmm. Never made the NFL. Never even made it to college. Because he didn't want to work on his grades, I guess? Or uh, Well, he got hurt. Okay. But if he didn't, if he... Me and my best friend have a debate of the fact that if he, if he actually did work out, he wouldn't have gotten hurt. Gotten hurt. He um, didn't want to work out. He no, never he worked out. He never worked out. He, he was just... Actually, he was going to the field. I can <laughs> yeah, run a freaking exactly. 100-yard dash in like a couple of seconds. Exactly. He was really... He was. He probably was the one of the best athletes you never heard of before. And yeah, that's like those uh, bodybuilders that are like, oh, I don't train my calves. <laughs> my calves are just uh, huge. Or my arms are just huge. I don't. I don't. I never train my arms. <laughs> Someone never stepped in the gym before, and they're bigger than you. <laughs> you work out? No, I never. No, work I out. never work out. What are you talking uh, about weights? <laughs> nah, I don't lift any weights. What are you talking about? Wait, seriously? Yes, Bowie Miles. He is. He is. Uh, he was. He was around before we were born. Oh yeah. About like 80, 85, I think it was. He played football in Texas. And he was a really good high school high school football player, and he got hurt and played college like a little small college uh, football, and that was it. He would have been in the NFL. Never worked out. Never worked out. Never ever worked out. He even <laughs> talked about it in the interview. He was like, "I never worked out." And I just showed up. Uh, strength and conditioning? Nah, I just I just sleep. I just show up for the game. He literally just showed up for the game. <laughs> He, he doesn't even warm up. He just goes out there and just starts playing. He did. He was the he was the best player on the team by, by hands down. He literally just showed up, and the team depended on him. Yeah. And like, and he just was a he just was a, he was a gift. Mm, that's know? crazy. But he would literally be in the in the gym like everybody's working out. He just sit there and watch everybody work out and talk shit. Really? Yeah. All right. And he would get up and leave and be like, "You didn't work out today." It's like, oh, "I don't need to work out." All right. <clears throat> well, I mean, I, I guess. It gets to a point where you actually have to start putting in some effort yeah, true. into, I guess, uh, sustaining what you have in terms of your genetic gifts, right? Because mm-hmm. as you get older, um, genetically, your 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 gift is going to decrease, right? There's no way you're going to jump as high, be as fast, be as true. quick. So you want to try to preserve that as mm-hmm. best as possible. So I think that's why LeBron James is still playing so well because he puts like almost a million to, I think... I think a million dollars a year, year on, his, on his body on his body so it just shows how much effort you need to to put into your body in order, in order to sustain yourself and, and play at a high level yeah um you know throughout the whole year sure yeah 100 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. all right well we'll conclude that podcast here hope you guys enjoyed it um if you guys have any questions please leave us a message now on the instagram page so it's uh rush hour dot fitness underscore podcast and we will be doing another tutorial video today. Um, that'll be up probably when this podcast is up. Um, and also leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts if you can. And uh, leave us a rating. That'll definitely be helpful for us. All right. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. And we'll see you in the next one.